presented by that time I got reincarnated in the same world as an anime podcaster, this is Shonen Jumping the Gun, the show where we set our sights on the first chapter of a manga and decide if it's a misfire or a bullseye. Let's see how many rounds are in this magazine. And next up onto the ice, Dogs Red! Welcome everybody to Shonen Jumping the Gun. It is I, Kermit the Grog, your ice skating marvel, with my Prince of the Penalty Box, Isekai Sensei Sama Brad. Brad, how you doing today? <laughs> You just get hit? You having a heart attack? No, I hit other people. You do hit other people. I guess, yeah, that's why you're in the box all the time. <laughs> uh, and on today's episode, as you already heard, we're covering Dogs Red uh, for time of recording. Chapter 1 came out November 8th, 2023. November uh, 8th? November 8th. Isn't there like seven chapters out already? What? You're not supposed to... No, we're talking about that later. Remember? No, I don't. <laughs> oh. So before we get into the summary, I do want to point out for this particular series, this is done by the mangaka behind Golden Kamui, which is a manga and anime that we've talked about on the mainline podcast before, and is one that is very near and dear and close to my heart. So if you like that one, or you like this, and the art jumps out at you because the art and the character designs are very different, I literally can turn my head 90 degrees to my right and see a Golden Kamui poster, and it brings me great joy that I own that. Um, go check that as well. And with that little housekeeping out of the way, let's get started into the summary of the the speedrun summary of the first chapter of Dogs Red, which I still don't know if that's supposed to be that or not. We don't know yet. We start on our main character, Ro Shirakawa, at a figure skating event. The stands are packed with his fans, mostly young women fawning over him. We learn tragically that his mother, who helped write his choreography, died in a car accident very recently, and his tin twin sister is not here. He's all alone, and his last performance was sloppy. Figure skating is an expensive passion, and he hopes to make it to the Olympics, uh, at least that's the chatter. He goes out there, giving it all for his mother. It's a perfect performance. The crowd is in awe. He finishes in first place and celebrates. This is quickly followed by a wordless rage tantrum it's it's kind of hard to figure out from only one chapter he goes nuts but in a very unexpected way because he's like legit happy to have win not it doesn't look happy he's like destroying well he celebrates for a moment he goes yes and then you cut to this yeah he freaks out tossing a chair into the rink and destroying the set around the the rink until he's finally tackled i I really want to specifically point out still wearing his skates he does like a high kick slicing the social media backdrop and it's insane this is the joy that i love from this this artist this and gets taken down by one of the little girl rink maids or whatever they're called (laughs) incredible (laughs) cut to later he's been expelled from the figure skating community and the media questions why he did what he did as we see him moving up north to hokkaido suddenly we're at a high school hockey game and learn about what the sport is and what makes it different from other sports if you know hockey like i don't they literally i'm not telling you you need to do that maybe you don't know they had to do that for freaking football like sports that aren't big in japan you got to explain this stuff when they were like they hit a vulcanized rubber rubber. puck i think that's them being we have to go this yeah yeah 
anyway. The team needs to win to continue their school's hockey domination. Here we meet Kechi Genma and learn he's a blue chipper coming up to that high school next year. Back in Hokkaido, Ro is being driven to his new home with his sister, getting a real sense he's a prince out in the sticks now. But there's a lot of ice skating there because it's cold in Hokkaido. Also, moving in with their grandfather. Moving in with their grandfather, thank you. Also get big because they reference the Ainu, which is a very important plot point thing in Golden Kamui. And I was just like, ah, oh, yes, I feel I feel the spirit of my, my manga-reading ancestors, which is I, me however many months ago when I was reading Golden Kamui. I wonder if this mangaka is from Hokkaido. I don't actually know. He might not be. I don't know. That would be weird if he's not, considering. Maybe he learned about it. Uh, at the house, he's accosted by a cute, realistic-looking cat, and we get a glimpse of hobby equipment. Foreshadow, foreshadow. His sister asks him why he did it, but we don't see the answer if there is one. So Which very... is still burning me. Yes, same Z's. Cut to Rue skating on the ice pond he saw from the drive earlier. He loves skating and clearly still loves his mom as he pities the situation and thinks of other ways to get to the Olympics. I believe he suggests speed skating at one point. The townsfolk, mostly children, come to watch his melancholy skating as Rue skates towards a hockey goal at the end of the pond. He's warned by the kids that that's little Genma's, and if anyone goes near it, he beats them bloody, bloody literally drawing the goal line with their blood, or at least that's the that's the legend. Or I guess a little more than legend. This is a thing that's happened. This man is real, I guess, and that's shown because oh, Rue thinks little of it and uh, of it and Genma and skates over to an enemy. But lo, Genma appears in hockey equipment and goes to kick Rue's ass. The two take part in stylish combat on the ice as Rue gracefully avoids Genma's strikes while smack-talking his crappy backwards skating. End of chapter one. I'm so used to some of these other chapters where the ending feels more like, okay, we've set up for our big adventure and this ends like in the middle of a situation, this, which is kind of refreshing. It feels like the end of a regular chapter, not the end of a first chapter. And it was so interesting because, you know, in our last episode, we talked about how well the first chapter did to sort of set everything up and it didn't go too far, but it didn't give you too little. And this one I thought was so close to that. And then it just sort of ended abruptly. Yes. I have a theory, and this will use all the information we've gained from reading these other ones. Dogs Red, besides being written a new series by an already accomplished artist, because like Golden Kamui is nothing to slouch out. It's like hundreds of chapters, and mm-hmm. it's it's good. Uh, this is also, if I remember correctly, this is them coming back to a series they already wrote to give it another try. Now that they are further along in their career, they're like, I can do this one better. So I think they don't have to be like, I wrote this big, you know, here's the pilot. It's like, no, I'm just going to start freaking writing this manga because I'm good at that. And this yeah. is this, and I already know the story and I can do it better now because I've already done it sort of kind of. Um, it'd be interesting to cover that at some point in the future. So I think that's why it's a little bit more like this is a standard chapter because it didn't need to do the like, oh, my pilot got picked out. Here's a slightly souped up version of the pilot. It it's was still just, long, though. Yeah, it's still it's still a first chapter length first chapter. but yeah. And it gets a lot of things done. But I think that's why it can end more regularly than like the big setup. Because it's like you're going to be back. You but, know his pedigree. Besides the sort of abrupt end where I thought there would be another two or three pages... The only thing that stood out to me as sort of weird is something I already mentioned during the summary, which was when they were explaining how hockey works. And you said, like, yeah, they have to explain how hockey works for people who are starting to read this that don't know. But also some of the explanation just felt a little weird and forced. And also because 
they set it up as the announcer at the hockey game was saying it. <laughs> so, like, in the middle of a game, this announcer is explaining to everyone how hockey works. I mean, if there's a sport that you don't... Because I feel like if you don't understand... If you've never seen hockey, like, hi, we live in a cold place that sometime, like, hockey is very around and accessible to us, so it's very normalized. I yeah. don't know how that is in, like, warmer places, even if there's indoor ice rinks. So, Tampa Bay. Yeah. Um, maybe that ju- it seems silly to us to explain it when it is so second nature, but that's it, not no, no, everybody's it, situation. It wasn't. And especially it probably isn't. Well, I'd say probably isn't in Japan. I don't know that. It wasn't that it needed to be explained. It was the way that they went about explaining explaining it. it i just thought it was it was funny it wasn't yeah. a, not like detrimental or anything it's just I, a, an observation when it came i was like oh that's okay is that what we're doing so i don't my summary cannot capture the energy of this series and again mm. i'm cribbing a lot of things because there's a lot of that same energy from golden comedy where it can tackle serious things but it is also just funny and silly and very wacky and kinetic at moments like mm-hmm. watching him especially like we've covered two on ice on here which is so much more like pretty in its performance and watching him do rude do his uh his thing is the most like intense like all the movements you just the 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 movement lines and all but like you can feel it it feels yeah. all the energy and the way he's putting it into it and he does the, you know he puts his leg up to his thing and it's this big comical bend and like and just the comedy of like all these female fans fawning over him as he's having like a hissy fit then and that he's like it's neat having a main character who I want to see more of but who is just like a prissy, a prissy little like um a prissy little prince pretty much. So I actually haven't been convinced that he's prissy. Like he's certainly got Maybe the not flow prissy but because but... he's like like just he feels very out of place more than just a regular city dweller maybe it's just because he's a city dweller now in the backwoods but like he's more like the fact that like oh that's a little Gedimus thing and he's like that's dumb I'm gonna skate over (laughs) and then he does it and Gedimus starts fighting and he just dodges him and then continues to smack talk him but not in like the hot-blooded shonen protagonist way it's just like you freaking underclass like and it's just like you don't see protagonists like that ever at least I don't and it was just like this is neat like He's not a full-on jerk. He's just right. he's a but he's kind of self-absorbed a little. Like he's a little narcissistic, mm-hmm. and that's like neat to have in, and like in a way that I'm like, I don't know if it's specifically set up that he's gonna have to overcome that. But also like characters that this manga artist creates, like in Golden Comedy, are like sometimes a little bit more exaggerated and cartoony in their personalities. Well, which I appreciate, and I do have to say. So while I think the the art in this is is pretty good, um, obviously you know, from that mangaka, they yeah. know what they're doing. But it, I found it very jarring because if you look at the main character... He looks like a man. Yeah, he looks like he's 20, 21, maybe. At like a minimum. And then within the first couple pages, they're like, and he's in middle school. Yeah. And I went, what the... <laughs> no, and then you see actual children later, and it's like, what happens right. to these in this, in this place, in this setting, where the children just instantly go from, like, tiny bloboids to, like, man. Yeah. And I was like, this is... It, it, is this intentional? Like... It's just how he draws he dudes. trying to make him look older or what? There was a weird thing, though, when they were in the car. So... I was reading it on the desktop, so I had both two pages open at once. Yeah. As opposed to on mobile where you're... You know. Yeah, I'm one by one. Um, and the one scene when they're in the car, on the one side, you see the sister and him, and they're like 
in the in the car on the side, right? Yeah. And they're talking. And then on the other page, you see the sister again. I think they're out of the car at this point. And the two pictures of the sister are very close together. They're right they in the middle. They look different. They didn't look different, but they did. It was very <laughs> strange because I'm looking at it and I'm like, when she's in the car, she looks like she's too old. And they're twins, okay? Yeah. But then when I'm looking at the one on the left when she's not in the car, suddenly she looks younger and more appropriate. And I couldn't put my finger on what it was that made, made them look different. different because from a just a glancing perspective, you they look identical. Was. She was identi- she was yeah. identifiable, but there was just something I mean also uh, continued to pull from Golden Conway, like all the designs most of the designs we've seen for major characters in chapter one all look like characters, like specific characters from Golden Conway. Mm. That are like important, and some of it is I think just how he draws them. And I know there's more characters that show up later from like the cover art that look different, but are very clearly still his style. But there's some where it's just like, oh, it's this guy, you know. But yeah, I just thought <laughs> that was that was the one thing that really stuck out to me. That it was like, this is this is weird, but okay, yeah. But I think overall, I'm, just, I'm used to it now yeah. at this point, so it didn't dawn on me. So. Something probably important to note, and I've said this a bunch of times in past episodes at this point. I'm not into sports. Yeah. Except hockey. I I'm into hockey. Oh. <laughs> so, how did you feel with this did this did this in did your love of hockey or your enjoyment of hockey increase your enjoyment of Dogs Red? This no, it didn't. And I'll oh. tell you why. I mean, also, there's not really there's any hockey. There's very little there's hockey, no hockey in, this in it. It's chapter. mostly figure. It's more figure skating, which I feel like our time reading Two on Ice has actually prepared us for pretty yeah. well. Which is why I was like, when it ended very abruptly, like you right don't before, get any hockey. Yeah, I was like, but you said this is hockey. I didn't get no hockey. Yeah. <laughs> I actually have. Actually, no. We have, before we get to that, I think. Are there any other major things you want to go over? Uh, no. I think I just. Overall, I really had a good time with it. It was, it was an interesting sort of. We didn't really get into anything, so it's really hard to say. But like, welcome to Shonen Jumping the Gun, my friend. But so many other first chapters, yeah, give you so much all at once, and sometimes that's good, and sometimes that's bad, as we've seen very recently in recent episodes. Um, and I don't think this one didn't give us enough to get into it, but I also think it could have given us more it's sort of a weird it's on the line of like this was real a really good first chapter but that would be the the thing that i i would toss that up a little bit somewhat to a this is not in the magazine i think this is plus or whatever it's just on the app yeah i know and second that makes more sense this is a well-known artist coming back to something they've already done and i think because of that it's they don't have to be so like sink or swim about it so they can take their time a little bit more but i'm not allowed to read more than one chapter now you can you're free of it you can keep going well i guess with that what is your quick draw rating on this so our ratings we start at the bottom with certified flop which is something that usually dies within 19 to 20 chapters like the bare minimum i describe it as a grave you would spit on um next up is a regular flop it's maybe like more like 30 to 40 chapters give or take it's probably going to die you we know. can say 35 or less yeah we can that make works. that official we could make it official i We're guess i don't know i never this was a lot more of like gut feeling stuff so it's still coming into focus then we have it'll live which is the most like it'll get across the finish line it'll survive maybe like 50 to 100 
but it's not making it past that. It will tell a whole story. It'll probably yeah. It's probably not getting an anime unless something weird happens. Hey, and, shovelware. Yeah, yeah, shovelware. Shonen Jump doesn't usually get shovelware though. That's true. Um, though I don't know if we've got anything that's really fit. It'll live. They recently. pull. They pull the really cheap isekais. For yeah, exactly. Because you got to pay Shonen Jump then if you want Shonen Jump stuff, that's and not just right. some random Yahoo writing light novels on the internet. Yeah. Uh, and then we're actually getting to more better territory with Hit. Which means like it's the it's 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 vibrant. It's getting usually a hundred plus. Sometimes it gets an anime. I would call a mashal a hit. Yeah, it was a hit until the anime came out. Yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> mashal, mashal, and Undead Unluck both got some. That's some short stuff from those animes, even if they were good. Well, I don't know about the Undead One Luck one, but they could have just not had wrapping in it. They I digress. And finally, at the top. We have the Supernova, which is like the industry changer, uh, Demon Slayer, One Piece, Jujutsu Kaisen. Naruto. Naruto. What's Dragon Ball? I don't know what Dragon Ball is. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, Um, But yeah, like something that is wild and would change the industry. And I don't know if we'll ever actually know we found one of those. (laughs) But it'll be cool when we get when that glass gets broken. Freaking Stone Cold Steve Austin style. It'll be really exciting. One day. One One day day it might happen. I'll open one and be like, we'll both be like this one. Haven't had it yet. Had ones that I loved, but never like. And who knows if you could even figure that out from chapter one. Guessing not. But hey, whatever. So with that, our ratings. Brad. What was your rating? This is I'm doing this is uh, this is going to happen every time. I'm going to waffle between it'll live and it it's a hit. Yeah. I have to say it'll live. I just I want it to be a hit again. Wow. I I what I want is for it to be a hit and that's not what I'm going to get and uh, so I have to say it'll live. I'm saying it's a hit. I think the author's pedigree, how much I enjoyed the first chapter, um, some other information I'll talk about shortly, and the fact that it's not in the magazine proper, I think, is going to all do it, gangbusters. It'll let it'll be let to live. Those are some good long enough. So, with our ratings out of the way, we can we can step into where it's at now. So, Dogs Red was special because it wasn't in the magazine, and that before it got brought over to America, in, in I should more accurately I should say, localized into English, we knew we were going to get it. And they let it build up, and we got a drop of 11 chapters all at once on November 8th. 11? Yes. All at once. No wonder I was like, wait a minute. Which is not long enough away that there was that many chapters. Correct. (laughs) Which is admittedly, I don't think it's intentional, but is very in tune with how they've been releasing Golden Kamui, where we just get 10 chapters all in a go every, like, season? Hmm. Like, Golden Kamui's been done in Japan almost a year almost two years now we're getting close to it and i don't even know if it's i mean it's not on the app so i don't get to see it as much like i don't even know if it's been fully localized yet i wonder why that is i don't know i like it it's a popular series it's got an anime it's got four seasons i, I wonder if maybe the, the manga anime to... will be the anime will be subbed before the manga <laughs> it might be done now i don't know like i said i don't it's not on the app so i don't see it as much i wonder even if though the, it's on the website i wonder if the mangaka works with a specific translator and like like actually works with them and so they have like a specific schedule that they're working on i have a little future vision i do really want to read more of this but my one piece train has been keeping me away from the bare minimums somebody was hypothesizing is that they wanted to get an entire game out and localized at once and also i feel like the american the western market is the american because also but also like the canadians let's be real 
with like for hockey i feel like it could do extra well mm. maybe not you know big 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 gangbusters freaking spy family style but um but yeah i think it's i think it's good beans at time of recording the latest chapter is chapter 13 released november 21st 2023 and i think it's going to keep going for a while like i said between it not being in the magazine so it's not in a spot yeah and the pedigree of its author and the quality of what i've read so far and just how much nobody else makes characters like these and i just <laughs> love their goofy energy that's not like anything else yeah. this heightened reality but also like emotionally like the fact that it's like they're making you sit and stew for why he did it and i kind of love that i just hope that the person writing it knows why and i think he knows i think he wouldn't be so harshly coy about the why mm. If he didn't know. Well, I'm going to keep reading it. I'm going to keep out. reading it too. Thank you everybody for listening to another episode of Shonen Jumping the Gun where we covered Dogs Red. And you can play along at home if you join us on the Shonen Flop Discord. I know, join our Discord too, but join theirs. It's very good. Where I run the Flop Pools, where you can cast your own vote when a new manga starts. If you think it's going to be a flop or a hit or any of those other ones I described, you can play along with us. And I add it to my big Google Doc Sheet and then we look back and laugh about how right or wrong we were. And it's very interesting to see the color shift sometimes <laughs> from everybody going, this will live to, and sometimes vice versa. I don't know. It's still fairly new. We only have, I believe, four series right now and more all the time. So come on and join us. You'd put a little put a little frog head to determine Kermit and I'll, I'll be there and count your vote. It's a good time. With that out of the way, Brad, hit me with them plugs. As always, we want to thank Segoy Mart for partnering with us. Sagoy Mart's a retailer of Japanese snacks, drinks, toys, and merch. They have a lot of cool stuff that you just can't get outside of Japan. You can check the link in the description or use code APR15 at checkout to get 15% off your first order, which also helps us out. And we want to know what you think on social media, which you can find links for on our website, animepodcasterreincarnation.com. You can also leave comments about these podcast episodes and also find other posts and reviews. And don't forget to come chat with us on Discord. We've also got a Patreon for you to check out. Supporters of our patron get perks like getting to vote on which series to cover on Heron Addiction, as well as getting the high-quality stereo version of the podcast early. And we'd love to hear what perks you'd like. And of course, we can't forget our patrons. First off, at our Reincarnator tier, we have Cake Dwarf and Moon. Next, at our Merchant tier, we've got Kill Hour. And last, but certainly not least, at our Commoner tier, we've got Rena. Thanks so much. Thank you once again for listening, and make sure you listen to our mainline podcast, That Time I Got Reincarnated in the Same World as an Anime Podcaster. And Brad, I know we're the number one podcast, but I'm done! I can't do this anymore! I'm just... Kermit has been banned from podcasting. Well, well, Mama. Well, well, well.
We'll, 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 we'll workshop that. Killed a man. The timer's going down. I got to get to this. Put a gun against his head. Pulled my trigger. Now he's dead. Blam! Mama, life had just begun. But now I've gone and thrown it all away. Mama, didn't mean to make you cry. If I'm not back again this time tomorrow, carry on, carry on, as if nothing really matters. What were we talking about? So our. <laughs> so this is why we got to pre-record it, so it's not a slog. All right, ratings, uh, ratings. I see a little silhouette no, of no, a man. Scatamoosh, scatamoosh. thing that I say. Will you do the fandango? Thunderbolt and lightning. Very, very frightening me. Galileo. 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 Figaro. Magnifico. I'm just a I'm just trying boy. to find Nobody what I'm going to freaking, what my bit is going to be. Because we've already done skating. He's just a poor boy from a poor family. Spare him his life from this monstrosity. Easy come, easy go, little high, little low.